Hello, I'm Emmanuel, and this is His Word podcast coming to you from Grace House. In the last episode on the series, He Sent His Word, we started looking at the topic, Handling God's Word. We observe that the Word of God comes to us both as food for our consumption and as seed for sowing. We also observe that the crucial aspect of the ministry of the Word, which has to do with rightly dividing the Word of Truth, has a lot to do with being able to know and separate that part of the Word of God that constitutes the food and the part that is our seed. We also observe that misapplication of the Word of God results from inability or deliberate refusal to rightly divide the Word of God. Inability to rightly divide the Word of God resulting from lack of knowledge of the Word and deliberate refusal to rightly divide the Word resulting from placing other interests other than doing the will of God above in our priorities. In this episode of the podcast, we want to concentrate on these two issues in connection with handling the Word of God. That is, one, inability to rightly divide the Word of God resulting from lack of knowledge of the Word, lack of training in handling the Word, and lack of disciplined spirit. Two, deliberate refusal to rightly divide the Word of Truth resulting from placing other selfish and self-serving interests overdoing the will of God, fear of men and respect of persons in preaching or teaching the word, and love of money and material wealth, which leads to merchandising the word of God. Let's take the two, one after the other. Number one, inability to rightly divide the word of God that results from lack of knowledge of the word or lack of training in handling the word of God and lack of a disciplined spirit. In Mark chapter 3 verse 14, the Bible says, And he appointed twelve disciples, so that they would be with him for instruction, and so that he could send them out to preach the gospel as apostles, that, that is, as his special messengers, personally chosen representatives. We can clearly observe from the above scripture that the first thing the twelve disciples were appointed by Jesus from the multitude that he called unto himself. He himself appointed them. He chose them. The message translation puts it this way. He settled on twelve and designated them apostles. The plan was that they would be with him and he would send them out to proclaim the word. Jesus had a choice then and even now on whom is authorized to proclaim the word or to teach the word. Verse 13 of Mark 3 says that he went up to the mountain and called those whom he desired and they came to him. And it is from these people he chose or appointed or settled on 12. You would ask, what happened to the others? He simply did not choose them, that's what it means. The problem with the church today is that many who are proclaiming the word today were not chosen by the Master Jesus. We have some messengers of God who are not chosen by Him, who are not sent by Him, and who are going about preaching and teaching. The question to ask you is, who chose you to preach? Who appointed you as a teacher of the word or as a prophet? Did you choose yourself or appoint yourself? The second thing we observe from Mark 3.14 is that the master's plan was that those 12 might be with him first. 
they might stay with him so that he will instruct them, teach them, train them, and equip them. This process is called discipleship or apprenticeship or mentorship, whichever one you choose. Men who are handling the word of God today cannot point to anyone as their disciple or instructor or mentor. There's no one who trained them, who taught them, who by God's leading, you know, they could point to as their disciple. No wonder the church today is filled with so many ignorant or knowledgeable men and women handling the word of God. Again, the question to ask you, dear man of God, are you daily sitting under the feet of the master for instruction? Who is your disciple? Under which man of God did you do your apprenticeship? Or who is your mentor? Or are you one of those who, you know, claim to be self-made men of God? There's nothing like that. In Acts chapter 18, we find the story of this young man called Apollos, whom the Bible described as an eloquent man, a mighty man in the scriptures, who knew only the baptism of John. So Apollos was described as an eloquent man, an orator, kind of, mighty in the scriptures, though he knew only the baptism of John. He spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord, but was limited in what he knew. That's what the Bible says. Many who handle the word of God today are in this category, limited in the knowledge of God, limited in the knowledge of the word of God, and of course, limited in the knowledge of the ways of God. In verse 26 of that passage, we read concerning Apollos. He began to speak freely, fearlessly and boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him with them and expounded to him the way of God more definitely and accurately. Apollos began to speak freely, fearlessly and boldly in the synagogue, though with limited knowledge of God, limited knowledge of the word of God, and limited knowledge of the ways of God. And that is the lot of so many who handle the word of God today. They, are, they have limited knowledge. Many who handle the word of God today have limited knowledge of the word of God, limited knowledge of the God whose word they preach and teach limited knowledge of the ways of God. No wonder they do their ministry in the ways of man. They follow all kinds of philosophy, all kinds of managerial skills and all the things like that to run their ministry, not the ways of God. What do you think was the crucial need in the life of Apollos at this point in his life and ministry? Obviously, he needed a disciple. He needed trading in the word of God and the ways of God. Priscilla and Aquila noticed this need in the life and ministry of Apollos when they heard him teach and preach and took him with them and became his disciples and began to expound to him the way of God more definitely and accurately. Like I said earlier, there are many young, many young ministers in the church today who are in their need of the ministry of the Priscilla and Aquilas of this world. Who are the Priscilla and Aquilas in the body of Christ today? Are you one of them? Are you one of those God has equipped, trained, prepared, that he expects should equip, train, mentor, disciple others? If yes, are you noticing 
the Apollos in the church? And what are you doing about them? Are you an Apollos with great potential for the ministry, but limited in your knowledge of the ways of God and the Word of God? If yes, who are the Priscilla's and Aquilas that you are submitting yourself to in your life and ministry to expound the Word of God and the ways of God more definitely and accurately so that you can succeed in ministry? Friends, to succeed in ministry as workmen that need not be ashamed. We all need disciples, instructors, and mentors. No one can grow above it. No one can grow above submitting to another. If you can't submit to a man, how do you think and how do you think you can submit to God? A man you see, how do you think you can submit to God whom you do not see? In fact, submitting to God is most times seen in being able to submit to a man he has appointed over your life, a disciple, a mentor. Can you find one today? The second problem we observed as a problem with handling the word of God is deliberate refusal to rightly divide the word of God. And this results from placing other selfish and self-serving interests over doing the will of God. Many are in the ministry not to do the will of God. Many are in the ministry for their own self-serving purposes. And some of these purposes could be love of money and material wealth, which leads to merchandise in the word of God. Or it could be fear of men and respect of persons. Many who handle the word of God today have become masters in deliberately twisting the word of God, either for political correctness, so-called, or for merchandising, handling the word of God deceitfully, craftily to achieve their selfish purpose and agenda and not doing the will of God. They preach the word of God with respect of persons. Persons who could profit them politically, monetarily, or materially, they hide the word of salvation from them. They hide the word of truth from them and preach that which will position them to exploit this man. They run greedily for money. They twist the scriptures, deceiving people for money and material wealth in what the Bible calls the error of Balaam who for material gain abandoned the will of God. Are you abandoning the will of God today as a preacher for material gain? Oh man of God, where do you stand? Apostle Paul, speaking about this man in Philippians 3, 13, 19 says, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. Matthew, the end of such men handling the word of God deceitfully or craftily or positioning themselves using the word deceitfully to, you know, to get advantage. Their glory is in their shame. They mind earthly things and their end is destruction, says the scriptures, not me. If you follow them, as if you follow such men and their manipulative handling of the word of God, your end is also destruction. So beware of such. In fact, Paul warned the Philippian Christians about such men of God, so-called, even weeping in Philippians chapter 3. If you are a man of God, a preacher, a teacher, an apostle, or a prophet, and you are in this category, please repent today to avoid the wrath of God. Repent to avoid the, war, the, the, the wrath of God. As we conclude this episode of the podcast, 
we want to ask you. Is your inability to rightly divide the word of God as a result of lack of knowledge of the word or limitation in your knowledge of God and the ways of God or lack of training in handling the word of God? If that is your case, we recommend that you submit yourself to a discipler. Submit yourself to discipleship training under an approved man of God. And these men are all around you if you dare to look for them. But if in your own case, you are deliberately twisting the word of God for political gain or for merchandise, you are handling the word of God deceitfully and craftily to achieve your selfish purpose and agenda and not doing the will of God, we like to warn you and ask you to repent today because your end and the end of those who hear you and follow you is destruction. And God is not willing that any should be destroyed. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Well, let me ask you, man of God, pastor, what will you profit you if you gain all the material, get all the material gain from your members? You gain, you know, all the political privileges you can get from those of them who are highly placed. And yet, you are not afraid to prepare them for hell. You make them millionaires, but refuse to make them saints through the word. It is by the word of God that men are prepared for heaven, for eternity. You deceive them, you exploit them, you get their money, and yet refuse to teach them the truth that will lead them to heaven, that will make them candidates of heaven. So ask yourself, am I a minister raising just millionaires who will go to hell? or raising saints of God. To be a millionaire is not wrong, but to raise a man to be a millionaire and hide the truth from him that will make him to inherit eternal life is criminal. And the word of God says the end of such ministers is destruction. Are you glorying in your shame or are you doing the word of God, work of God? Today, we bring the word of God to you and we warn you, please retrace your feet and do the will of God, do the work of God. And the word of God, the work of God, is to preach the gospel of salvation, to prepare men for heaven. Is that your purpose? Is that your agenda? Is that your end in ministry? Then God bless you if that is. But if it's not, we invite you today to repent and turn a new leaf and become a man of God that is not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Can we pray together at this point? Righteous Father, we bless you again for your word coming to us in this podcast. We pray for as many as are under the sound of our voice. We are men of God who have been placed in a position to handle the word of God. The Lord, by mercy, you will help each one of us to know that we will give account one day. Therefore, to handle the word definitely and accurately by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Those who need to repent today, Lord, as they repent, have mercy upon them. Blessed be your name, God. Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Until we come your way this time again next Saturday, remain blessed and remain prosperous in the things of God. God bless you. Amen.